0: Yeah! bringing you through. Because when we have to go through, we have to worship our way through. You can't be shy about your worship. Oh, we may want to move on. But sometimes, you just gotta worship Lord. I wanna thank Minister Espinosa for the noise that we are able to make. He went and got us a soundboard so we don't have to yell and scream. I wanna thank Eric and Deacon Farm for tending to are a problem. Because God is able to bring you through. When it's unexpected, Jesus will show up. Because he'll be able to continue on. And what he needs done. And I forgot to tell you where the nursing home is. It's on 21st. I think they done changed their name. It used to be Manicare and something. But it's on 21st between Oliver and Woodlawn on the right hand or we're left not, hand side. Oh, yeah, over there by my house somewhere. Amen. <laughs> Good, I don't have to go in far. <laughs> yeah, amen. And then also, let's say happy birthday to Reverend Reed. God has blessed you to get some more, I mean, see another day. He done kicked another digit that's supposed to be milestones in our lives. Amen. Amen. God is good, Amen. amen. And today, just to show you how good he is. And see, sometimes you know, I, I just I, I, I'm amazed by the Holy Spirit. How many of y'all are amazed? Amen. See, you gotta rely on Him to be amazed. But He, you know, when I when I look at and and, and I want you to make sure you pray for Pastor Sweet and Deacon Stevens and Elder Nellums. And also pray for Manuel over there, Amen. and let God have His way in their situations, and making sure that God give them comfort and strength Amen. to continue on. Amen. Amen. Sometimes the recovery is just as hard as the sickness, yes, and they need to get strengthened yes, yes. to where they need to come back to. Amen. And sometimes laying up, your body don't want to respond. That's why the Bible said the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we praying for him, Amen. Amen. So today I want to talk to you about some stuff. See, God is, I, I feel now. Because we was talking in the office about the prophecy. And you need a guideline. On foretelling. Because today we're in a world that is foretelling everything. They're already trying to get you ready for the next great recession. They're already getting you ready to take some old money away. They're always foretelling you where the future should be. But today, God has always been in the foretelling business. Now the difference between his foretelling and what you've been hearing is God said it. And if God said it, you can go ahead and believe it. Amen. You can sit over there and listen to those that say it.
1: But then there's
0: only one voice that can tell you the truth. And if God said it, I don't care. Come, I don't care if we don't make it to the next day. Because who said it? But today, he says with some key words in Matthew chapter 2. I'm not going to read it all because the whole thing is centered around these words. Where is he that is born the king of the Jews? We have seen the star in the east and come to worship him. Our theme is, where is he? Uh The Christmas story is sitting around. Christ is coming. But the wise men who we don't know that much about, so we get to make up stories on who they are. And then, they come because they heard that the king of the Jews was born. They wanted to know, where is he? Their country and their nationality and where they come from is what we think is important. But all they was really concerned about was where it was it? Mm-hmm. Today we got the same problem for a Christian story. Right Christmas is saying that he doesn't came. Right. But prior to his coming, the question kept being since Eve and Adam, where is and man in his infinite wisdom he gets impatient when God don't respond the way we want him to respond. All right, all right. He gets impatient on God's prophecy and try to handle it himself. You remember Abraham yeah. and Sarah? What God promised took too long. So they decided to handle it themselves. Over 2,000, 4,000 years from in the Old Testament, Isaiah prophesied that Jesus was coming, and yet Israel didn't want to wait on God to bring their Savior. Uh, right now, Our attitudes toward what God has prophesied and what God has said dictates how we're we going to react to what we fail God is telling us. That's why you got to be scripturally, biblically based on what people are telling you today. So, what is the world telling us today that is causing us to have doubt? What, what, what is the world? telling us today that it's causing us to wonder what's going on. Well, the first question you got to remember is the Satan number one goal is to deter you from God's truth. His goal is to say Like he's been saying since the beginning of time. Is God really going to do it? Do you really believe what God done said? Satan is saying today what they said back in the Old Testament. Where is he? Herod wanted to know. Where is he? If this Savior that we're supposed to be worshiping has already arrived, where is he? When the wise men came and saw that the star that God has produced had led him to, to led them to Jerusalem, they went to the people of Israel and said, Where is he? All right now. Well, I think the church got the same problem today. Because the people or stand to the church. Where is he? You keep prophesying. You keep worshiping. You keep praising. You keep asking. And you keep going on. But the question they want to know is. Where is he? Uh, all right now. Uh, Even within the church. Because see Herod was a Jew. And Herod was part of the Jewish tradition and Herod was one of theirs and yet within that Herod had left where he came from and he already knew and had heard that a Messiah was going to be born and when he was born Herod got mad and said where is he? Today the church is going to a psychological battle and the coming after church can we keep proclaiming his second coming but instead of waiting on God to do what God is going to do we're trying to move and do things that God never told us to do and to make the world happy we're doing the things that the world wants us to do and the world is gradually saying to you that you leave your foundation and Satan. It's out to destroy what God had created. And he said, oh. Where is it? Right. Right now. Right. Israel right. followed the Lord. Its the minds was waiting on the Savior. Okay. And they failed because they kept saying, Where is it? The church today is gradually dwindling as the Christians started to go into the world. And the reason why it's dwindling now, because me. they have got away from the truth. All right, now. And the world has to keep asking them where is it? All right. Well, if we understand that Satan is out to kill, steal, and destroy. But what Satan can't do that God won't let him do. Just like that day when Jesus was born, God showed him up at the right time. The Bible says that he was born at the fullness of time. That everything that God wanted was right then. And he came. And when they asked the question, where is he? Israel didn't know where he was. Church, my question today But one thing I can say, he rests, rules, and abide inside of me. If you want to see, I got Christmas every day. If you want to see, he's inside of me. If you want to see, he gave me the greatest gift. That's when you asked. Where is he? Look inside. Yeah. See, watch this. Satan is out the kill, steal, and destroy. You know what I love about him being inside of me? When Satan asks me where is he? I say he's right here. And guess what? You can't kill. You can't steal. And you can't. to be born. The unbeliever is tearing you up because he puts in so much evidence that you can now have doubt that you despise what the church is up to. But see when God talks about prophecy you better rely on the word of God. When Isaiah prophesies despise and rejection of men He was saying that Jesus was on the cross. And he said, If thou art a son of God, come down from the cross. Uh Our problem is we are willing to get off the cross. Uh And we are willing to listen to the unbelievers say to us that you are sure that you will be able to do what you need to do. We listen to the unbelievers and say, Why are you? Go through what you gotta go through when well, you don't have to go through it. We listen to the unbelievers that said, if you go ahead and kill, steal, and destroy your God is supposed to be able to forgive you. We listen to the unbelievers say, you don't have to go and worship God. You don't have to go to church. You don't have to do the things you gotta do. We listen to the unbelievers say, if he's so good, how come your life is in ruin and my life keep on going? If you are there, that you keep going, the unbelievers say, why worship him when I'm doing quite well? And God is saying, I'm trying to get that picture. And it's through you. Hallelujah. That when they ask the question. Where is he? You can raise up your hand. And give me praise. I said he is. The Prince of Peace. And the problem with the believer is. He don't have no peace he breaks break down at everything that hits his life. But he don't understand what Christmas is all about. Christmas is all about what he did over 2,000 years ago. Born unto you this day. He was the King of kings and the Lord of lords and the ruler of all things. Born unto you this day. Lying in a manger. Under the breath of man, poor, despised, and useless, born unto you this day. With a man that came to earth, born unto you this day. and man got up. to praise Him. See, because the problem today is they jump on you and they say, why are you worshiping Him on a pagan holiday? They say to you, don't you know that Christmas come out of pagan religion? Well, I got news for you. I don't care. I was telling my wife last night, I remember growing up, that we used to look down the street and all you saw was Christmas lights. Now when I drive around the city, I hardly see a Christmas light on somebody's house. But see, it's not about the Christmas light. It's all about the joy is the of what God has done. See, what's the other thing? Why I take the ridicule? Why I take what's going on? It's because I know it's joy that rests in my soul is because of jesus and what he did whether you call it a pagan holiday whether it's the wrong day it don't matter i know the day that christmas came into my life the day i came down and said what must i do to be saved There's running rampant throughout the church. We want to be exact. And we think we want to be precise. And we done took what the whole meaning of Christmas is all about. It's not about the lights. It's not about the display. It's not about running to the stores and buying up stuff. It's not about the economy. It's not about your job. It's not about what your neighbor do. It's not what the preachers do. It's all about what Christ does. He said, on oh, just rock. I shall build my church. And out of my church will come my bride. And what I done, when I had a bride. When did you got married? What did you do? You're trying to give up everything that she needs. I'm so glad. y about the unbeliever and I done talked about the cynics and the ridicule of Christ but we still got one more question to ask what about the believer what about the believer many of us are believers but we got one problem The believer has to learn what he needs to learn. And his problem is, either you believe or you got to believe what God doesn't say. The problem with the believer is the believer is running around knowing what God doesn't say. Hoping what God doesn't say. Looking at what God done said. But he's steadily he being drawn. Into the world. That God said don't be drawn into. One of the biggest problems with the believer. Is the believer. keeps forgetting. What God has done. The believer is trying to be. On the fence. And the believer. Somehow. Help me, church. Somehow, the believer wants to sit on the fence and think it's okay with God. All right, now preach it. What Bible did you read? Come on, come on now. According to God's prophecy. All right now. If you look wrong, come on. And you stay on the fence. Preach I don't know what book you read. Come on. And here's with the problem. Is. You don't believe he gonna do it. But he said, the word of God, like me, oh, my heart, so I... just being born. But he gave you a second gift when he died for you. Then he's going to give you a third gift. He said, I'm coming back to get you. So you don't have to stay in this stuff. He said, just go through it. Because sooner or later, that day is going to come. And we got to understand, church. I'm to celebrate Christmas. Not the Christmas that the world celebrated. I celebrate the Christmas that God gave. And he brought his only a God's son after this world. And he said, those that believe in me shall never prepare. I'm not worried about one thing. that he didn't believe in God. He was attempting to teach the children not to believe in God. He permitted his 80-year-old daughter to go to Sunday school. This is why you bring him to church. to see, came to Sunday school. She believed in God just like them little kids do. One night, the professor was very busy studying his stuff. The little girl wanted to talk to him. She took up a long strip of paper and she wrote with a black crayon. She wrote, God is nowhere, not heard the professor, wrote God is nowhere. He showed the sentence to her and quickly cut it apart letter by letter. She mixed, he mixed the letters in a box. Now, honey, put those words back together like I showed you, quickly. The little girl put the letters back together. It didn't come out the way the professor wanted them to come out. Her sentence read. God God is here and there. And she showed it to her daddy. And all But the church can't be stopped. They trying to trick you. But the church can't be tricked. When we celebrate, when you celebrate, let me help you out. When you celebrate and you got them little kids don't talk about no Santa Claus. That's good. They already know the truth. They trying to show you the truth. That childlike faith is what God requires of us. And every time I look at these children, the thing that I love about them is they trust God. Yes, the difference between them and us, yes, they just left it. Yes. We done forgot it. Uh, and on Christmas, uh, come on, come on, I think it's a good time to remember yeah. who He is. Yeah. I'm ready to go. One last question. You answered in your own heart. Where is he? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. amen. Hallelujah. Can you answer that question today? Oh amen. Amen. Where is he? Amen. Is he inside of you? Is he outside of you? Is he all around you? Where is God today? That's a powerful question. Do you know where he is? Do you know where he is? It's time for the church to open. We're going to open the doors of the church.